Armored Bear Productions. Welcome to Not Safe for Wizards, an actual play 5th edition D&D podcast. So it says to Mabel, I says. <laughs> Tonight, the Crown Companions are... I'm Mark. I play Chase, the Air Genasi Gunslinger Ranger, and our pronouns are both he, him. Hello, my name is uh, Diana Morgan-Carter. I play Celeste, the Druid Tiefling. My pronouns are they, them, and Celeste are she, her. Hello, I am Kayla, and I play Jade, the Halfling Rogue Fighter, and our pronouns are she, her. Hi, I'm Greg. I play Lilith, the uh, human cleric. Uh, her pronouns are she, her, mine, or he, him. Hi, I'm Gary, and I play Vel, the only elf in the party. And both of our pronouns <laughs> are he, him. We won't hold that against you. <laughs> I love you anyway. And uh, my name's Joseph. I am the DM. My pronouns are he, him. I play everybody else. And I was, as I'm listening to your intros, kind of came to the realization only Celeste and, and Lilith are single classed. Oh, oh yeah. Because even 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 Lotus, who unfortunately Darian's not with us tonight, even Lotus is now multi class. So make of that what you will. Like to make it difficult on ourselves. <laughs> I'm thinking I might become a necromancer. Gonna go to the wizard route. <laughs> but then we'll have to fight you because it's not safe. And- your the death domain cleric is not safe. Okay. <clears throat> no, I'm not, like, not safe. Like the if show. I, title. A wizard, then uh, oh. <gasps> I see what you did there. But I'm I know what you did there when you did it. <laughs> All right, let's get to the recap. Uh so last session uh, uh, we picked up as you were exiting the one tavern, uh the scroll and wand, uh and uh Gravar, Bellis, and Stavos are are waiting for you outside. Uh, Quick conversation. You head on over to the Laughing Giant where uh, uh, an offer is made to Celeste to uh, be guides should you ever decide to actually go to hell. Um, And then uh, they, uh, I think it was Vel, Kind of came up with the idea to get the get the 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 infernal ranks here, uh, looking into the location of Karshun. Uh, during the conversation, there was also some talk about how to get back to your prime material plane uh, that doesn't involve uh, using the scroll because there is a chance uh, that the scroll will not work. Um, You've been informed that there are color pools to the to the prime material planes. It's just it's a it's 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 a roulette on whether or not you'd actually end up in the right plane. And I believe they gave you all the the kind of caveat that you since you're from a demi plane that is kind of sorta uh, closed off that it the color pools might not take you back there. Um, in which case, then this podcast becomes. And become sliders D and D, but you were told about the city of Sigil in the Outlands, uh, also called the City of Doors, and uh, you were told if any place would have a portal to get you home to your demi plane, it most likely be in Sigil. Uh, so the group returned back to the Revenge. Um, Jade snags some a charcuterie board basically um, and went over uh, to visit uh, Commander Bombast. Uh, had a nice uh, evening and uh, got a little bit of information about the planes and sigil and such. Uh, it was a little bit of a bittersweet parting and uh, Jade returned to the ship. 
while Jade was off, the rest of the party was talking to Dragoto about going to Sigil and whether or not he would want to go. And uh, he said, you know, he was more than happy to t- take them there. He just uh, wanted to pick up some cargo here in Avroth Station so that he, you know, could do some some commerce. Uh, and the uh, you all would serve as the ship's complement uh, while traveling. So I believe that is where we left off. Yeah, that sounds right. I think also uh, Bombast gave Jade a list of stores that we might want to check out. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was Sergeant that gave her a list of stores to check out. The yeah. client guard. Bombast. Yes. Oh, you're right. It was the uh, the guard, not Bombast. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe we should go shopping. Oh, uh, checking out the list. Checking out the list. Let me go pull up the list. I forgot about the list. <laughs> All right. All right. So looking at the list. Um, next to some of the some of the names they have written down. Um the the guard had written down like um just like general ideas what they are. So there is uh, a butcher's shop uh called the Serene Boar. Um there is a tea shop called the Bliss, the Blissful Pot Tea Room. Um, there is where did that? I had that one saved. Where did it go? Oh, there is uh, Thunder Arms, which is uh, next to it's written uh, weapons and ammunition, and there is the the humble armorer, uh, and there is also. A, a one that's called the Imaginary Emporium, uh, and next to it is written "Magic Stuff." Magic Stuff, cool. We're all gonna want to go to Magic Stuff. Ready to go to Magic you Stuff? Me at hello. Yes. <laughs> I think that's the first stop. That's the first stop. I think so, because it's the one we all want to go to for sure. Okie dokie. All right, so. Uh, I assume you're going to ask. Are you just going to wander, or are you going to... I figure we would ask Dracoto if he knows which way to go to it. Uh, Dracoto looks, he's like, oh, yeah, uh, so go like you're going to the uh, the, 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 scr- the scroll and wand. Okay, but then instead of stopping at the front door, you're going to keep going down the road, make like three lefts, and then you should find it. It's uh, It's pretty... It's it's pretty interesting looking exterior. Uh, very brightly colored. Um, the uh, the the proprietor of it is a uh, a uh, an Azimir. Uh, they're they're descended from from celestials. So I think I think uh, she is a descendant of the, uh, the portmaster here. So just uh, mind your uh, your your. P's and Q's. It's an Okay. City clothes. Grab my pack. Head out. Everybody go together. Indeed. Skip, skip, skip. Hi-ho, hi-ho. To the magic shop we go. Yay. Don't call me a hoe. <laughs> I'll call you what I want, bitch. Ooh. Whoa, whoa, Damn, whoa. Got... Oh. Lois, this is not my Batman glass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, everyone else uh, going to be. So, when you say street clothes, so like, are you. You're not wearing any armor. You're. Right. Got my little overall dress on and my boots. Any weapons on you or. Well, of course. I'm just. <laughs> takes me far too long to change out of my armor. I just live in it. <laughs> oh, man. Isn't that like the classic D&D mistake? We all always just live in our armor. Except for Jade. That's yeah. why I do that, because I don't want to live in my armor. I mean... Because I've worn armor. She, I mean, she forcefully pushed Orion into a hot spring. With his armor on? Yes. 
Because he wouldn't bathe. You don't take a bath around Jade. Eventually, she's going to push you into some large body of water. All right. So, you make your way over to over to the uh, the Imaginary Emporium. Um, and Dragodo is not wrong as you step up to it. Uh, it is just brightly colored. Now, the building itself looks very much like the um, rest of the buildings around it. Like, they're all kind of the you know, same style. But it's bright yellows and purples and greens and oranges and just, it's... Oh, it's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, in we go, I guess. All right. So as you all step in... Uh, Roll for initiative. No. Uh, I'm getting Yes. <laughs> Let's go up against an Azimar with a magic shot. Yeah. We're going to have to have a way out of town real fast if that happens. Uh, so as you come in, um, it's um, while the colors outside are bright and garish to almost gar uh, bright, almost garish to a point, the uh, the inside of the shop is is way more sedate. Um, everything is is wood paneled and uh, and and well treated. You know, deep browns. You know, with pretty visible grain and just you know, there's a, a scent of incense um, in the air. Uh, and at the far end of the shop. Um, is a, a female figure, um, short, uh, short hair on top, uh, somewhere between like a gold and and almost a silver, uh, with like the rest of of her head is just like undercut, um, kind of wearing almost looks like a, I don't know how to like looks like a. a like almost like a karate gi, but you know, not you know, not actually like tied together. You know, it's more uh, just sort of the, the the front has like an overlapping pattern, but it's kind of all together. Um, and and comfortable linen uh, slacks, uh, and you notice uh, she is moving around barefoot in the store. Oh, so it's my shop. <laughs> Um, and she looks up as the door opens to see the lot of you. Hi. She, uh, an eyebrow raises, uh, and you realize that her eyebrows are, um, like they're a little, they're like almost more of a actual, like gold yellow, um, and stand out on her very pale skin. Uh, she, hello, uh. Welcome to the Imaginary Emporium. I am uh, Mayon. This is my establishment. How may I be of service? Um, I got a scroll to sell. Hmm. Well, let me, let me see this scroll that you have. I was not sure which scroll it is. Uh, was it the one you got? The one I got um, after I kill, after we, I searched the Nautiloid. Was the shock and grasp scroll, I believe. Yep. Yeah. He looks at it, and hmm, this is a bit of a, a useful spell of sorts. Uh, not not a very rare spell, but uh, I can offer you. Hmm, I can offer you fifty gold pieces for it. Is that a good price? Who are you asking? Asking myself. Suppose I probably should have looked up this scroll before I decided to sell it. Just kind of, you know, popped into my head. Mm -hmm. While he's talking with the shopkeeper, I'm gonna just wander around a little bit. Um, so as you wander around, you, you notice uh, there are all sorts of baubles and uh, looks like, you know, you're, you're not real um, real familiar with all of the, uh, you know, all the things dealing with magic. 
Uh, but you do see that she does seem to have a pretty good amount of uh, spell components, um, things labeled, you know, uh, bitumen or uh, dried blood, rose petals, stuff like that. Are the baubles labeled? Uh, the baubles are not. I was going to say, looking at the baubles, can you tell what they are? But like the whole entire deal with magic items, you can't tell what they are usually. Yes. Are there any weapons? Um, as you look around, you do see a couple. Uh, you do see, well, you do see some weapons. Um, Anything jump out to a melee cleric? I know. Do we have a melee cleric? No. Well, hammer. Shots fired. Give me one of them knights. Okay. <laughs> Duly noted, Joe. Just understand <laughs> you asked for this. <laughs> I'm just patiently waiting my turn because I've got a short list. I will ask if 50 is the best they can do. Um, and she, well, uh, how much? How, how much would you? How much do you think this is worth? 75? Uh, give me a persuasion check. Yeah, I was hoping for that. I got a plus five in persuasion. 24? Um, she looks... I, I guess... I guess I could do 75, yes. Um, she takes the scroll, hands over uh, a small satchel of coins. I'll do one of those little shaky weight things and then just put it away. That draws a chuckle. Well, I'm not going to count it in front of her. That would just be insulting. You don't want to insult him. If it's light a coin, I'll just come back and kill him. Not in the station. Fine, I'll drag them to the edge of the pier, throw them into the ether, and then jump in the ether and kill them. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to kill That's anybody. <laughs> I love Dee's response. Eh, that's fair. <laughs> so, I'll go over and look at the weapons. Um. You notice there is a bundle of arrows. Yeah. Ooh, Nothing smashy, smashy. Uh, give me. Do, do, do they look like they have um baby mimics as heads? No, they do not have baby mimics as heads. Well, that's just a waste. That guy can. So there's nothing smashy, smashy. Uh hold on. I'm just. Um, at first glance, you don't really see anything smashy, smashy. Um. So she's kind of looking at you. She's like, "What? Uh, what is? The, what? What are? What are you all looking for?" Smashy, smashy, mace, hammer. Uh, she kind of frowns. Unfortunately, at right now, I don't have anything quite of that nature. Oh. Oh, okay, next. <laughs> How about um, any? I'll gladly. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. You first. Uh. So I have a very short but very important list. First, are you aware of any items in your shop which would allow the concealment of an armament while still allowing quick retrieval? She kind of, uh, I'm, 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 I'm little. Basically, and he's going to show his holster real quick and be like, I need something like this. That puts this object just kind of touching Warren mm-hmm. in an extra planar space, but still allows me to bring it out quickly. Oh no, that is uh, there. There is a an, a haversack that does something to what you're wanting. Um, I wouldn't say it would, does it quickly, but it. Uh, this sounds like an item you would need to get uh, made custom. Is there a place in the uh, station that you think could do it that you would recommend? Well, <clears throat> I happen to do a bit of enchanting on my own, uh, but that would be several weeks worth of work. Kind of glance towards the others because, like, I know that there's been discussion about sticking around in the plane for a while. Should I put a deposit down? What, what are we thinking here? That's a good question. I, I'm for hunting Karshun to the end of the world. I mean, revenge is revenge, but eventually you gotta go home. Okay. Next on my list, a way to keep 
intrusive psychics out of my head, or at least make it more difficult. I knew that was going to come up. Ooh, you need an eye patch. I was thinking the tinfoil hat. Let's just go for the eye patch right now. Uh, she was. She thinks, and she's like, "There is." And you've heard several times now that there is a ring. Um, there are rings that can do this. They just around. Yeah, they aren't common. They're yes. But if I don't ask at every shop we go to, I'll never find it. And I, I bet in a world with mind flares all over the place, they're very quickly bought. Um, okay, last thing, and this is actually, believe it or not, the one I view as the least likely to exist. Are you able to enchant lead? It can be just a block of lead, it doesn't matter, but the important thing is that it must be able to be melted down and split up while maintaining the enchantment that makes it explode when it hits something with significant force. She looks just generally to make magical ammunition of some sort. The enchantment is done once the item is created. So for something, how much would it cost to do that? What? So you're wanting something to sort of have like a, a, a spell like, Delayed blast or something put on it. Yes. Delayed blast is a good option with the trigger being an initial impact. Uh, she goes, That is a high level, that's a pretty good level spell. Hold on. That's the DM saying, Hold on as he looks up. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Can I see what your ammunition looks like? So I can get. Uh, yeah, Chase will pull a shell off of his uh, gun belt and just set it on the counter, and then point at the bullet and say, "This would be the portion that would be hitting." I could probably make, and she kind of picks it up, holds it, rolls around her hand. I don't know. Say, make a batch. You know, if you brought me a batch of twenty of these, I could probably do that for, we'll say, two thousand gold. Uh, Joe, remind me, what's the conversion rate from platinum to gold? It's just 10 per, right? Yep. Ooh. Does that mean that you could do 10 for 1,000? Yeah. Yeah, no, that that would... All right, yeah. Uh, Chase is going to carefully count out 10 bullets, set them on the counter, and then set a sack of gold next to it. This will take me a probably about a week she kind of laughs i mean not that there are days and nights but about that amount of time understood i think i think a week is doable so she uh takes the gold she uh pulls out Uh, chase maybe you should do 12 so you have two reloads yeah that's fair all right we can do that okay so set out two more bullets and then Count out some more gold. I should say mix of gold and platinum. Not that I think it matters. Doesn't. Um, you notice she puts the ammunition into a small, uh, well, no, we shouldn't say small, but a, a, a good-sized uh, metal uh, bin uh, that first she lays down like a small cloth, and then she lays out the 12, the 12 bullets in it and closes it uh, and slides it under the counter. Can I help anyone else? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a few things. Uh, first off, I'm curious if you have any scrolls of banishment. Scrolls of banishment. That is. Uh, let me let me take a look and see. She goes looking. Um, uh, she comes back. She's like, um, I actually do. Um, it's going to be a little pricey, though. I figure. Um, uh, she looks. She's, She's like, I can, uh, I can part with this for, let's say, seven hundred gold. I'll take it. So she slides this spell over to you, the scroll over to you. She was that one. She's just do me a favor. Do not, do not let anyone know where you bought that from. I'm pretty sure nobody's going to know I have it. Uh, but thank you. No. Also, 
Um, I wanted to take a look at those arrows you have over there. Ah, yes. Uh, those arrows are... <clears throat> they are magically enchanted uh, so that they are more likely to hit. And when they do hit, they hurt just a little more. Mm, how much for the arrows? Uh, you know, I can go with those for a hundred. I'll take them. Okay. And uh, so it's 800 gold that I'll just, you know, keep on pulling gold out. Uh, lastly, do you have a bow to go with the arrows? Um, not one that is enchanted. Well, okay. Well, no problem. I thought I would ask. All right. Uh, so, Gary, those are uh, plus one. It's a plus one ammunition. Okay. Actually, I'll do a thousand silver because for some reason I'm carrying around a thousand silver. Ah, you never made it into the money changer. I think I commented at one point, like if we if we played with uh, money weight, we, we'd all be jangling around and completely weighed down. So then her, she looks uh, from you to uh, Celeste. Is there anything you need? Um, I was looking around the shop, and I was just curious if you had any. Uh, cloaks or rings? Anything, anything particular? No. Um, I usually am somebody who prefers concealment of, of oneself. Mm. Or something nature-related. Or star-related. <laughs> she looks, um, I don't, I'm just, I'm, I'm really racking my brain to think what we have. Let me, let me go take a look. Thank you. So she comes back. Um, she has a cloak and a robe uh, uh, in hand. And uh, if you take a look at the cloak, um, it looks very leathery. And you swear it is almost um, it almost has a uh, wetness. It almost looks wet. Um, but if you touch it. Uh, it's not wet at all. It's very smooth. Uh, she, this is uh, this is a cloak of the manta ray. Um, those who wear it, uh, when you pull the hood up, uh, you're able to breathe underwater, uh, and it gives you, um, and it gives you a, 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 allows you to glide through the water like one of these majestic animals. The other, and she brings over and. Uh, the, the other thing she brings over is this robe looks like the regular part of the robe is nice, but there are all these weird patches sewn on it, uh, of different items. Uh, she's like, this is a, this is called a robe of useful items. Um, you, when, when needed, you can detach one of the patches and it makes a, a an object or creature, um, you know, make an object or creature appear. Uh, there are, uh, and she points points to the patches. There are two daggers, two bullseye lanterns uh, filled, and when you pull it off, pull the patch off, it they will automatically be lit. Uh, two mirrors, two ten foot poles, two two uh, fifty foot lengths of hemp and rope, and two sacks. Those I can identify to you right away. The rest, uh, they kind of just happen randomly. Um, and she pulls out a little tab. Uh, there are, she pulls up, uh, according to, let me just count, count with me. Um, where did that go? Damn it. There are currently, and she counts with you, 10 patches on the robe. And how much would either of these cost? Um, Eleven billion dollars. Don't have eleven billion. Oh, well. What are you doing in my store then? Also, what's a dollar? Somebody call a gold piece here. Where did that go? Jesus. Uh, see, um, the cloak, the cloak of the manta ray. Uh, I can let go for three hundred and fifty gold. The robe of useful items, since it only has ten patches left, I I feel like two hundred is a good price. What what was the first one? 
350 for the cloak of the manta ray. And then, okay, all right. Uh, these are both very interesting. And ideally, I would like both. But... Are they both cloaks? Is that what you said? One is a robe. One, the, the One's robe. robe. Okay, sorry. Robe useful items, the other one's a cloak. I think technically, since they're both different items, I can wear both of them. No, they Fuck. occupy the same. Well, damn it. Uh, uh, wait, no, it's a robe. So, yeah, you could probably wear... One's a jacket, one's a cape. Well, no, one's one is a robe, so it's... Does the robe not have sleeves? I'm confused. Robe does not have sleeves. What? Uh, What's the difference? Actually, now that I'm looking at the pictures of them, they occupy the same same thing. You'd be wearing a cloak over a robe. It's it's not a robe like I was thinking, like you know, priestly robe, vestment sort of. Well, that's annoying. Uh. All right, heads is the manta ray, and then tails is the useful items, all right? Okay. The manta ray has a, a cute manta ray tail coming off of it. It does, yeah. Um, I'm going to look at uh, the person behind the desk and go, I think I will take the one with the patches. That is a good call. Uh, 200 gold. I put 200 gold on the counter and then grab the, uh, the the cloak. She smiles and slides the the money away. Uh, goes and hangs up the uh, the cloak of the manta ray. Yeah, let me just bring that cloak on back. Oh, I was wondering if the pirate was going to take it. I will gladly buy the cloak of the manta ray. Excellent. All right, so you now have the cloak of the mantra for 350 gold. Do you have to attune to that? Uh, does not re- does not require attunement. Uh, what about the other one? <laughs> does not require attunement. Fuck yeah. I just before I decided to buy it, I was looking, and I have one more item I can attune to. Yeah, no attunement needed. All right, and then she looks over to Jade. And what about you? I missed it. Who did she turn to? You. You? Okay, somehow, like, like I failed my, like, save to hear my name. That was really weird. <laughs> um, Jade's just kind of wandering around, uh, just looking at the pretties. Um, see if there's anything that's her size. You know, she's not big into magic stuff, but she likes to look at it all. Okay. Um... She kind of looks, is, is there anything in particular you're interested in? I don't know. Um, I do pretty good. And is there like, I don't know, like David would be gravitated to like shiny stones, you know? Sure. Um, she. Do you have anything that can make water hot instantly? Uh, she she kind of laughs uh hold on one second you said shiny shiny stones correct okay yes yes okay because i asked you i didn't hear anything i did i sorry i did answer like like my mic so she picks up this yellow diamond she said well i happen to have this um this is called an elemental gem. Um, and when you, uh, you can take the, the gem and you throw it down and the gem will break. And uh, this one will conjure an earth elemental. Hmm. How much? Uh, is it, I could, uh, I could let this go for 250. I just have to tell you though, once you use it, it's, it's not reusable. Yeah, I have questions. Yes. One, how long does it last? That is a great question. Uh, it will last for an hour. Um, but you have... Do any of your friends... You, I, I don't assume you, 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 you cast spells. Nope, not my bag. Do any of your friends cast spells? Yeah. Okay. So sometimes when they cast spells, they have to 
keep their focus on 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 the spell that they're they're casting for it to persist. Right. So the spell that this gem contains is one of those. So you would have to maintain your focus for that full hour um, to keep control of the elemental. Yeah, well, that's not going to work. Got anything else? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fair enough. I mean, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just like, that was perfect that was yeah that was that was pretty perfect you know what uh take your take yourself a uh point inspiration (laughs) thank you uh she's looking she's like you kind of have a carry a bit of stuff don't you yeah that's why i don't want anything big Uh, but i was thinking um and she reaches under and uh she pulls out this uh green bag uh sack about two foot in diameter four foot deep and she's like really big and she's looking at you this i got it's a bag of holding wow that's a really big bag of holding you could put all of your stuff you could put me in that it's probably probably best that we didn't your head poking out I, I I dig what you're putting down, but that is way too big for that is as big as me. That is way too big for me to carry. You got like the pocket size version of that? Uh, unfortunately, I, I I don't don't quite have anything smaller. Does does that come in a goblin? <laughs> you know, I encountered a half drow oh many years ago and she had she had a bag of holding stitched into a dried goblin carcass it it was it was um that was a fine leather goblin thank you very much i can that high it was a fine leather goblin (laughs) um okay so, I mean, I was really cool with Vel's idea. Something that, like, heated water really quick would be neat. But if you don't have anything little, like, I really would love a bag of holding, because I would do crazy shit with that. But I need a little one. Could you, like, make that one smaller? Is that a thing? I guess I could. I've never never had anyone ask to, to make it smaller. She- I assume it. It's really about keeping the extra dimensional space inside of it whole. Cause yeah, if you can make that one like tiny, that would be amazing. She's she kind of she's like, give me give me a moment, just give me a moment. Okay. And she steps back. Um, she actually steps like through a doorway that you now just notice. Uh, and you hear her mumbling. Uh sounds like magic because you know when you've heard lilith or lotus casting uh, crazy (laughs) you would not say that because she's a nice he's a nice uh proprietor who wants to keep uh wants to make customers happy also my friends are scary looking there's that too um she it takes it takes probably good 10-15 minutes and she comes back through the doorway and her face is paler than it was, which is that's a that's a feat in itself. And uh, hi, are you okay? Yeah, um, sometimes manipulating the 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 arcane weave to mm, modify an already enchanted item can be a little a little stressful. But she reaches out behind her, and now it's about. Like a foot and a half tall. Uh, the opening is still about two feet wide. Um, and she's like, "Is this this better?" Please say better. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I mean, she's like, "Here," and she kind of she mumbles a little and pulls, and like the 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 one strap she kind of pulls, and it comes into two, so it's almost like a backpack strap. Now you're speaking my language. 
Okay. Um, How much you want for it? I I would like 225 gold. Okay. She looks. All of the regular properties of it are still there, so it will hold the same amount. Uh, So you can put about 500 pounds worth of stuff in it. Well, Uh, and you said it's, wait, how tall is it? It's about a foot and a half. Okay. Okay. This will be great for next time we need to drag a body around. Totally. Um, she's like, it can, it can hold 500 pounds, uh, but the, it can only hold up to 64 cubic feet. Okay. Um, she kind of hands it over. Uh, and when you pick it, even though it's empty, it's empty as far as you know, it weighs about 15 pounds. Whoa. That is all, that's all it will ever weigh though, regardless of what you put in it. Oh, okay, cool. I open it and just like drop my entire pack into it and put it on my back. All right. And you gave her the money? Yes. Uh, She's a rogue. Of course she didn't give her the money. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for a deception check, but no, I wouldn't give her the money. I'm not that kind of rogue. She looks, she's like, um, don't put anything living in there because after about a minute or so, uh, you'll be, it'll begin to suffocate. Oh, that's really good to know. So, like, if I really want to torture somebody, I gotta set a timer. Good! Thanks! Her eyes go wide. Uh, um, mm. okay. Well, uh, is there anything else I can help you with? Um, unless you got that tea rock, I'm good. She's like, I almost, uh, oh, to heat up water. Uh, don't really, um, that's okay. You did your best. She's like, mm, the only, I might have to, a lot of us enchanters make these things called uh, alchemy jugs. What I'm if listening. I, what if I, and this might just be for shits and giggles, as we say out here, one of the things that it can produce is fresh water. What if it, I could have it produce fresh water, but have you choose whether it's hot or cold? Lady, you got my number. This This will take a bit of She's like, let me let me ask you, uh, the, in case you were interested, I was able to actually get this to work. Um, so here's what a a regular alchemy jug can produce: um, eight ounces of acid, uh, a half ounce of a of a very basic poison. You have my attention. Four gallons of beer. Oh, take it. One gallon of honey. Two gallons of uh, mayonnaise. Are you familiar? That's with weird. Honey? I yes I, I agree. Uh, a quart of oil, two gallons of vinegar, eight gallons of fresh water. Which I'm going to see if I can make that hot or cold. Wait, wait. Oh, but it really produces a gallon of mayonnaise. Two gallons. Yes, it actually does. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, twelve. That gallons... is the most Caucasian thing I have ever heard. <laughs> twelve <laughs> gallons of salt water, and a gallon of wine. Wow. Okay, how much is that going to run me? And wait, hold on, because we've already had this conversation once. How big is it? Um, it it's big enough that it should, it, it looks like it could hold uh, a gallon of liquid. Um, and even when you've emptied it out, uh, it weighs about 12 pounds. Jade, you can put it in the bag. Yeah, cool, I got it. She's like, I, uh, she's like and, and the way these work is you say... Uh, you, you say what you want it to produce, um, and the jug will produce it. And uh, once you, once it starts producing that, you can't pick a different one um, until the next day. Oh, okay. Um, as I'm going to have to figure this one out, uh, probably looking closer to four to five hundred gold pieces for it. But uh, I won't. I won't. But I, I, I can't guarantee that I can make it work. So, uh, I guess stop in after I get done doing your friend's uh, ammunition, and and maybe I'll have gotten to work on it as well. Cool. Okay. Anything else I can help any of you with? Uh, I'm gonna be looking on in like that little display cabinet that has a bunch of rings that never fit me. <laughs> the one that spins around. No, 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 the one that's like they have a shit ton of them. They're all like sorted by color. <laughs> she, she, there's 
just a ring. Um, and from looking at it, it's uh, it's a silver band. Uh, and when you take a look at it, it looks like it is a salmon swallowing its own tail or chasing its own tail. And uh, she knows she's looking at it, she's like, that is a ring of swimming. Eh, I can turn into a fish. I don't need this. Uh, unfortunately, right now, she's like, the rest of those rings, those are just uh, tourist catchers. You know, easy way for me to make a couple pieces, a couple gold pieces here and there when, you know, those who are new to the plains and probably shouldn't be out here come and, you know, they want to get the, they want to get something to bring home from, from their trip to the plains. Is that a thing? Is this like a vacation spot? <sighs> there are some very wealthy people on some of the other planes who this is like a thing. Like, oh, let's go visit the planes, see the planer people. Note to self, start Airbnb in the planes. Hey. <laughs> Why do I see the, the next session is going to be Jade and, and company heading out to the uh the necropolis, converting the church over to an Airbnb to a, to a, to an Airbnb, and just you know retiring, right. to renting it out. That's the retirement plan. I mean, we got shit to do right now, but I mean that just yeah. shows that you've been paying attention. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, this is why I love you guys. I mean, it's not really, but you know. All right. So. Anything else you would like to look at? Or are we uh, we good? Good. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm done. Moving on. Yeah, moving right along. Footloose and fancy free. Wait, I got my boots on. All right, where are we going next, guys? Uh, weapons place. Cool. Thunder arms. We're gonna go play with yeah. sharp things. Did you call me? Yeah. We should probably ask how to get there. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hug with thunder arms. When have I ever hugged? That's true. I think you hugged me once, but you were half asleep. I won't tell anybody, though. You just <laughs> told everybody. <laughs> yeah, but these guys don't count. <laughs> oh, you guys. So we've got, are we getting directions to, to the Thunder place? Yes. Uh, so Mayon's like, ah, um, well, head out the front door. Um, head back towards the, you know where the scroll and wand is? Yep. Yep. Okay, so head, head back that way. Um, but instead of making that, instead of making a, a right onto it, you're going to make a, another left. Uh, and uh, just follow the smell of smoke because uh, the forge should be going. Ooh, cool. I thought you were going to say make a left and then another left and then another left. <laughs> so everywhere we go, it's go here it's and then make a left, a left, and a left. <laughs> we're all living in a circle. <laughs> no, no, that's that's when you get the sigil. <laughs> the whole entire city ah! is one big Mobius strip. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. That that is sigil. Sigil is a, it's a, you, the the city is on the inside. The city's it's a ring, and you live on the inside. The the city is built on the inside of the ring. Neat. All right. So you make it there. Um, when you get there, uh, the door is open and there is smoke billowing out. Um, oh, my kind of place. And. Uh, you can hear the clanging of a uh, of a hammer against oh, something. How I love that sound! And uh, after a moment, uh, a small looks like female dwarf uh, steps out. Can I help you? I was hoping for a shaggy-haired man with yellow eyes, but okay. <laughs> she looks at you. Have you have you been drinking? No. Not yet, but I got this cool new jug. Want to see? You didn't get the jug yet. Oh, right. <laughs> yes, but I'm going to get this cool new jug. What was that, Mark? I didn't say anything. Oh, I'm sorry. I, are, are, you, are you here to, to shop? Yes. 
Oh, okay. Come on in. Do, do you happen to sell, I don't know, magic hammers? And she looks, well, my cousin Broom is the, uh, is the, is the, is the smith. And, uh, he might, he might have an, we might have an enchanted hammer laying around. I mean, we're dwarves after all. I love dwarves. I was raised by dwarves. And she, she kind of looks up at you. You're mighty big for a, for a dwarf though. Yeah. Yeah. I was adopted. I figured you must've hit your head on door frames quite often. Yep. Learn to walk crouched over. Well, step on in. Luckily, this place was not built by dwarves. So, um, so uh, behind the uh, behind the anvil is a uh, stout. Uh, he's probably about just under three feet tall, uh, and he uh, dwarf um, a silver beard. Um, but the rest of his hair is uh, like the the hair that you see pa- ca- uh, peeking out from under the the uh, rag that he wears over his head. Um, the rest of his hair seems to be almost coal black. Uh, he at the time at the moment he is working on an axe head, uh, and just as as the female dwarf is about to address him, he uh, uses the tongs and uh, dips the axe head into a. Uh, bucket of some sort of water oil mix uh kind of lets it settle down in there and looks over at you oh we got customers magia thank you for uh seeing to them i couldn't hear them standing outside while i was beating on this so uh what can i do for you uh i'm looking for a magic hammer magic hammer i might have a couple of those you know he looks uh, you just want a hammer that uh, hits harder and maybe lets you hit a little more uh, more effectively, or are you looking for something weird? No, I think uh, the first one. You're looking for a kinky hammer? <laughs> well. <clears throat> Unless you have one that, uh, you know, extrudes um, impact oil. I don't. Uh, I do have one. That makes you pretty uh, pretty hard to be snuck up on. Ooh, how does that work? Well, he reaches over and he uh, pulls this this beautiful warhammer off the wall. So, uh, once you and it have uh, become paired, the uh, you and your friends—I'm assuming these are your friends. Yeah. Nothing can surprise you unless you're like completely incapacitated. Oh, it's a group effect. 30 feet around you. How much that running? Uh, I could let it go for say 250. Oh, yeah. Sold. All right. Like I said, you're going to have to sit with it for a while and uh, get, get attuned to it. <laughs> Ooh, what hammer is this, Joe? It is a weapon of warning. Weapon of warning. So, uh, as I said, uh, it gives you advantage on initiative rolls. Uh, in addition, you and any of your companions within 30 feet of you can't be surprised except when incapacitated by something other than non-magical sleep. The weapon magically awakens you and your companions within range if any of you are sleeping naturally when combat begins. Ooh. So here's here's the thing with it. While it doesn't have a bonus to hit or damage, it is still considered a magic item, magic weapon. So anything that has a that weird resistance thing, this counts. Cool. So uh, anything anyone else needs? I would take a look at their selection of short swords. Let's see what does he have? I just, he watches you look at the. Uh, looking at the short swords and what nice. Ah, uh, you, you, there's, uh, those are all just, just regular, nothing special. Uh, well, not. Okay. And, uh, let's see. I'd probably also look at shields. He does, he's, he does have, uh, yes, two shields. Anything special with either of these? Um, he's, there's one rather 
they're they're nice. It's a nicely looking uh, shield. Um, and he lets you know he's like, oh, that shield gives you a wee bit more defense than uh than than your your standard shield. And then he points over to this other shield that has this like plat almost looks like platinum inlaid eye. Um, and then there's it's like wood, but then it also has uh like wrought iron banding across it. He's like this shield, however, uh, Major here, uh, she she's uh well explain to him what you've done to it. She um, while you're carrying the shield, uh, your ability to perceive things is increased, as well as your reaction to um, to the start of start of fighting. Oh, that seems very interesting. How much for the two different shields? Uh, yeah, the first shield, uh, say a hundred, just uh, just makes you a little bit, you know, a little bit harder to hit. Uh, the other one, uh, she, what do you call that again, Major? Uh, I call that a sentinel shield. Uh, she's like, uh, I, I would like 300 for it. Hmm, 300. I think I'll take the first shield. All right. He pulls down the fir- the the regular shield. It's a it's a shield plus one. Yep, that's what I figured. Awesome. Uh, and I will give out. Uh, what you said, a hundred gold pieces. Mm-hmm. Yep, sounds good. I would just like to state that when my hammer wakes us up, it sings. <laughs> hey guys, there's people coming to kill you. It's got a ringtone. Wakey, wakey, wakey. And a Scottish accent. Because, <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I, I'll actually ask um, whether they need, you know, whether they might want my uh, regular shield. Just because I don't want to carry it anymore. Not not trying to sell it. I'm, I'm not trying to sell it. Just whether you could use it. Oh, you know. Uh, yeah, I can take it off your hands. Uh Maybe he looks at, uh, maybe fix it up a little bit, and maybe you can, Major, you can enchant it. It, it would be like really battered because remember, all my armor was just battered and old. So, yeah. so anyone else? Uh, I'm gonna look around and see if there's like javelins or spears or things like that. There is a javelin, um, and as you look on it. Um, you look at it very clearly down the shaft uh is a lightning bolt oh no um i'm gonna say what is this one this major explain it's just this is a javelin of lightning how much is it <laughs> don't you want to hear what it does i uh, yeah, yeah yes how much is it i'll take it <laughs> no <laughs> not me not me i'm saying you you no, I don't want to buy your javelin. I just you had me at lightning. Just you, you when when you hurl it, you speak a word of command. You you pick it, and it will turn into a bolt of lightning, uh, five feet wide, hundred and twenty five feet long, uh, and it'll hit everything in in the line you throw it. Uh, How much? Uh, this is this is gonna be. Let DM find where that page is again. Uh, I have to find that page. Hold on. Oh, I thought I missed it. No, no, no. Um, because of the 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 magic that I had to put into it, um, I'm I'm gonna need uh seven hundred gold. Done. How much is that in platinum? Because I got eighteen of those. Uh, seven hundred gold would be seventy platinum. Okay. Cool. Then uh. I'm going to use all my money on this. So give me one minute to do the conversions. Carry the five. Um, I'm going to put a fat stack. I mean, I'm going to put a bag of money on the table. That is the correct amount. (laughs) I do have it. It's just in a bunch of different currencies. And then I'm going to say, is there any chance you can go any lower? Um, 
I, what, what, I, you can, how, how much, how much would you be willing to pay? Would 500 be better? Be doable? And the DM asks for a persuasion check. I would like to use that inspiration die I got last session. Okay. And just a quick reminder as to how that works. Yeah, you get to roll again. Does a 10 hit? She looks, um, 500's a a little bit low. Uh, I, I could, I could meet you at like 600. Done. Uh, No, go ahead. No, I mean, if you got it. I would like to hear your options. (laughs) You know what? Fuck it. Trust begins with money. Uh, yeah, no. (laughs) When they say 600, Chase is just going to pull out a bag and lay down uh, just a solid sack of silver. That turns into, what, a thousand, right? Because it's 10 to 1? Yeah, so it'd be 6,000. Well, he's not buying the entire thing. Right, right. He's laying down the hundred difference. Yeah. Oh, a thousand silver. Done. Okay. I'm just going to cry at my wallet real quick. Hold on. (laughs) I mean, deduct the money. I think you're right the first time. Cool, it's bought. <laughs> Surround. Uh, anybody need anything else? Chase is going to pull out the gem of seeing and mm-hmm. say, do you have anything like this that wears as I wear? It, 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 and he's going to describe what it does. It looks, I can't say that I do. Not, not really my, my thing. He's like, uh, you might want to check out uh, the Glorious Stones. Uh, it's a jewelry shop uh, a couple streets over they might be able to make you a monocle i think they're called that you could have that set into that works thank you for your time ah my um you you did a nice bit of business today so uh very happy to uh to help you find uh where you need to go now if i uh if i may i need to get back to this axe head uh Major, you can show them out. Kind of looks a little embarrassed that he's kind of giving you the bums rush out, but all right. All right, so what now? Let's go do your thing, Chase. What thing? Weren't you going to go to the to shop with the place with the stuff? <laughs> For the monocle? I don't remember what its name is already. Oh, oh, uh, the, the Glorious Stones place. They, yeah. I've spent a lot of gold today. That can wait. That was more of a uh, moment of opportunity, but the opportunity was not there. Well, I mean, you know, if it's something you really want, we could look. I could help. I understand, but I've already expressed that it's not that important to me. Okay, sorry. Karshun is the jinn are, and at this point, food kind of is. I would just like to suggest we might want to stop by there and sell off the gems we got when we looted the corpse of the queen on the um, Nautiloid. Because we have quite a bit. We have like five diamonds, some rose quartz. Oh, from from a fully and strictly out of character standpoint, and Joe, please feel free to correct me if I should not have done this. When I did the uh, treasure split for everybody... I just kind of assumed that at some point we would be selling those and converted them to money. That, oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's fine. The only the only thing I would say is before you do that next time, because like diamonds and I don't know if that's some of the other stones, but like diamonds for certain sp- spells are spell components. Um, so that is fair. That is absolutely yeah, a valid your, point. Your your cleric might you know might might want to snag a few of those, but yeah, I figure that's what you guys do. Like when you know, the, the thinking goes when, like, unless someone says, oh, I want the, you know, the, the diamonds for my resurrection spell or whatever. Yeah. But like, if someone's like, oh, I want the leather coat trimmed with fur or the merchant's cap. You know. Oh, then, I will say I've never converted those things. Oh, you haven't? Okay. No, I've only converted like gems, like actual gems. Okay. So you I'm guys. Sorry, Mark, I didn't yeah, we could absolutely. Converted everything. So I said again, Greg. I said, I'm sorry, I didn't see below that where you converted everything. Oh, well, I mean, I don't, that's the thing. like, I don't know that I converted it. I just do the math and, but I mean, like that, that other stuff, like the leather coat trimmed with fur and the merchant's cap and the silver cup and the ivory comb, like we could absolutely find the shop and sell those. And 
Actually, the jeweler might be a decent place to sell the cup and the comb, and fuck it, we're going to end up going there anyways. Uh, just just to slide up the, the, treasury, uh, the, the treasure page, you also have a bolt of silver cloth and a platinum, in, uh, a platinum brooch inlaid with copper. I also Already. have a spell scroll that I don't remember getting uh, for a cantrip. I'm, I'm looking through the... I think that was the spell scroll of guidance, maybe. I see there's a bunch of spell scrolls from a session. There's a spell uh, scroll of cure wounds, a spell scroll of dissonant whispers, which I believe uh, Lotus took. I believe so, yeah. Oh, shit. Who ended up with the plus one hand crossbow? Vel? Lilith? One of them. I would have thought it would have been uh, Jade. She's yeah. Like, oh, okay. Maybe. Probably. Use it. Uh, what fighters can use it? I think rogues can use cro- hand crossbows. I don't think I can actually use one. Um, if you are proficient with martial weapons, you can use it. Oh, I am proficient with all martial weapons. I didn't think yep. I was. I thought I had a limited, but no, I didn't take it. I I always go with my longbow. All right. Um, just it's getting late. Uh, we can pick up with doing the gem selling or jewelry selling, or we can just hand wave it. Say you did it. Uh. If you want to get a uh, a monocle made for your uh, gem of seeing, it's going to run you like twenty five gold. Um, Done. Done. We can hand wave that with selling the jewelry and stuff. I am a okay with that. Is that everyone okay with that? Yep. Uh, yeah. All right. So this seems like a good place to stop. You guys have done some shopping, so we have done the mandatory shopping episode as required. <laughs> Lilith is going back to the revenge to stroke her hammer. Things I want to say? (laughs) Things that you can say that sound dirty. (laughs) But I gotta go attuned to it, so. So for that hand wavy bit, I am gonna go back through the stuff in the treasure tab and any of those items that I didn't convert, I'm just gonna go ahead and convert them and then split them out. All right, so that means pay attention to the treasure channel. Uh, oh, and since we're talking about treasure, Joe, we never split up the gold and stuff we got from the war makers when they killed each other in the um, inn. And I did, that was the only time I ever wrote down treasure. Um, that was like a year ago. More At least. Yeah, but I just real because I was trying to figure out where I got all this money from, and I realized I never we never split it up. Embezzling party funds. How could you? Yeah. When was this from? Party funds. I could use some of it oh. now. This is pre Celeste. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, all right. Well, let's end here for the night. We, we can figure out. Good night, all. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to help support the podcast, please go to nsfwpodcast.myspreadshop.com. We have plenty of merch there. Put some gold pieces into our pouches. A coin for your Not Safe for Wizards cast. We leave now before we get sued. Hi there, this is Joseph, the DM. I hope you're enjoying the Not Safe for Wizards podcast so far. If you are, I'd love to ask you to do a couple things to help build the show up. One, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Preferably five star, but hey, I leave that up to you. Second, follow us on social media. The links to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are in the show notes. And thirdly, share it with your friends. Let them know about the podcast and have them take a listen. We look forward to entertaining you for a long time to come. Thanks. Have a great rest of your day.